0: that is so cool and it's so ap- ap- applicable to our lives you know it's, it's, exactly
1: it's, that's the most frustrating thing it's, it's like really someone in the Facebook group is like how can you hate this money you know you should do more research I'm like hey fuck face! I love Brave it's made for me it's literally made for me yeah. how, how many rich people go out there and say man these poor struggling artists I should spend all my time and energy to make a great totally. browser for them to make money who does uh-huh. that and then all of a sudden, yeah. this is like, then you find out who it is, and it's like, oh my god! But no, of that's all people. Thing.
0: Okay, I'm gonna introduce the show. You're listening to Mike on the Bear. Welcome, hey. everybody. I'm JJ, and I'm here with Michael. Yeah. We just got off to a really juicy start talking about something that is a really, is it's, it's one of those things where you see we got into cryptocurrency and we got very passionate about it. And whenever you're talking about like investing and you're talking about money, it's. Best to probably keep emotions out of it. And at the same time, we can't help it because we're artists and we're creators and that's just what we do. So, we're talking about BAT, which is the basic attention token that is related to a new browsing software called Brave, new internet browser. You want to talk about it, Michael? Or do you want me to keep going?
1: Keep going, keep going. Okay, well,
0: I don't really know too much about how it works. I've never used the brave. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you what, what I know about it right now yeah and you can you can tell me wh- if I'm right or wrong. But so brave is just a browser, but what it does what the what the basic attention token does is it allows users of the software, users of the of the browser to kind of choose to vote for the creators that they like. They, they have a currency when they use the when they use the browser. They're able to sort of pay the content creators that they want to see more of. Is that right? Is that kind of what it allows them to do?
1: Yes. Yeah, so in, in the preferences settings, you can go in and you can uh, start turning on and off specific YouTube channels, specific you know, content creators, whatever. And the ones that are turned on, you'll automatically give a little bit of bat to. I see. You'll give it a little have, bit of this token if, if you if you have it in your connected to your browser. And right now, to to get it all started, um, Brave is giving out five dollars worth of basic attention tokens every single month to any to all users of the of the browser. Um, so that's browser. amazing. And I think they disappear at the end of the month and then start you with a brand new five dollars. So just by doing your daily youtubes you know viewing and blah blah and, and content creator viewing you're in essence paying these these content creators so
0: for like one of the first times ever we've got like a real use case outside of speculation and outside of you know all the allegations that that crypto doesn't have a use case it's like actually something that is adoptable and and, is, and is, is great. It's actually already being used. I've never used the Brave browser, but it was created by the guy who,
1: uh, did he found, I mean, he, he was, he was, he was a, the CEO. He was a co-founder of Mozilla and Firefox, and he created JavaScript. He created JavaScript. So
0: not only did it, was the, he the CEO, he was the CEO of Mozilla, wasn't he? I mean, that's what he stepped down from, right? Which we'll get to in a He second. got
1: he got promoted to CEO and then the shitstorm storm happened, and then he okay. and then he so he parted ways with Mozilla. This
0: guy This guy created JavaScript, which well, is let's a pro- let's
1: say his name versus this guy. His name is
0: yeah, Brandon yeah, okay. Icke. Brandon Ike. He created JavaScript, which is a programming language you use every single day, whether you realize it or not, because it is kind of the backbone of a lot of internet usability. But there's a thing that's kind of kind of break your heart about this guy, and that well, hold is on.
1: let's let's so let's go on let's let's okay. keep talking um, about him. So so he does that, then he creates um, Mozilla. So he's doing all this, and, and if you don't Firefox, know anything about Mozilla, Mozilla and Firefox are open source, free. You know they're they're really trying to be um, a foil to Microsoft. Um, what was Microsoft's Edge? What was before that? Oh, Internet Explorer is that the? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, <that's all laughs> We've already so forgotten about it Internet Explorer. It was the Netscape. It's like Netscape. <laughs> yeah. So you know, he he they he helped create these things because he wants to protect average Americans from. Government oversight and corporate oversight and Firefox really
0: kind of. I think they started. They kind of started the fire when it comes to open source browsing software. I mean, I don't know if they were the first open. They weren't the first open source software. There's a lot of Linux stuff, but I mean, because of Firefox, it was like Google was like, "Man, we gotta
1: step it up and make everything visible." Anyway, let's go on because this gets better. So, um, in two thousand eight, there was a proposition on. In California called called Prop Eight. It's called and Prop Eight. A uh, different
0: Prop Eight than the one that's up now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is back in two thousand eight. And this is back when uh, civil unions were the law of the land in California. They were you know, you could it was accept totally acceptable and, and legal in California. And this uh, Mormon this Mormon group out of based out of Utah created this pack and they just went on a ad blitz and and got this prop uh going in California to ban gay marriage to ban civil unions to ban everything no sorry, so it was to ban gay marriage, so we had just passed gay marriage and people so people were just now being married, so we had civil unions so you could you could you mm-hmm. could you know declare a partnership and you have hospital visits and and Pass so, on your, your Firefox but then, guy But then we passed Yeah but then we passed Gay marriage in California And then This group came out From Utah And funded it And got Gay marriage okay. banned In California And then it comes out That he had Donated A small amount of money I think it was just like Two thousand dollars Or something like that. Some, I think it was one thousand I was one thousand yeah. One thousand dollars So Nothing yeah, but at the same time, it comes out and people blow their fucking. Lid. Oh man, are you, talk, are you kidding? Like Silicon Valley, California, like the. He, I mean, the, the Bay he Area was persona non grata. I mean, I mean you it, can't. He, if you say anything negative had, about gay he had gay just people. gotten he had just gotten promoted to CEO of Mozilla, and this comes out, and it was a it was a firestorm, okay. and and uh, so I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, a culpa here, I just spent 40 minutes DMing with him today on Twitter. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And and, and let me preface all this by saying that JJ and I aren't journalists. We're artists. And we have a podcast about something we're passionate about. But oh, that being maybe. said, I, th- I think the reason JJ and I get along and the reason why we work well together is because we have the ethical standards of journalists in the sense of we don't want to put out false information we don't want to put out misleading information we want to help people think about bigger terms and we want to be as above board and honest as possible and and also admit when we're wrong and for the past so we had one episode dedicated to me just completely demonizing and talking shit about Brennan Icke, which and then I, you know, which I am kind of like,
0: I mean, just to set the record straight, like you were very passionate about it and I kind of yes. couldn't, couldn't give a shit kind of. That's the way I felt. Yeah. But yeah. And you didn't Keep even going. know
1: what was going on. Like I was explaining to it. I was yeah. explaining it all to you.
0: And I'm one of those people that's like, I don't even think that marriage in general should be something that the government has anything to do with. So it's like gay marriage is like, wh- yeah, okay. So yeah, why are like, we, and, we're talking and, about blockchain. And, why are we talking about gay marriage? Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and and I and I agree. I'm I'm I think civil union should be the law of the land, and marriage should be a Christian thing if you're a Christian and you wanna and you want to do that. Um, and uh, I don't know yeah. how to do all that, dude. Um, <laughs> That's cool. He's he's sending me texts about my microphone. I'm like, I don't I don't know how to just do get that. closer Okay, night. so um, so I talked with him today, and I kind of just like unloaded on the guy, and I was I was aggressive. I didn't unload, but, but I, I was aggressive. I was, and you really have no idea what
0: this guy i mean like all you know is that he gave money he lobbied for something a lot it's a small amount of money towards something you don't believe in and that's kind of what and well that so he this was is what I, so
1: i i originally and 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 brendan if you're listening i i promised you on <laughs> when we were chatting that i would not try to represent your views and i won't um and so, I'll, and so, JJ, hold me to that. If if you catch me starting to do that, because this wanna, guy's a hero wanna, in my in my opinion. So I wanna, I wanna. Well, let's not go to hero <laughs> status. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's, okay. He's 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 contributed a lot to the internet, and uh, that's and, what he's a hero for, to, in yeah. my opinion. Um, so I kind of, I just sent him. I just finally, like, you know, like so. It goes back to we're not journalists. So in real life, it's very difficult to to get into contact with like. You know, back when Steve Jobs was alive, like you couldn't—it was very difficult to like just, hey, I'm gonna DM Steve Jobs and have a 40-minute conversation with the guy. Like that doesn't happen. And so in my mind, I'm so used to that. I'm talking shit about this guy, and then when and then like yesterday, I'm like, fuck, dude, maybe I should actually just ping him to see yeah. if he's—he'd actually get back to me, and he does. And I was kind of aggressive in the first ping. I was like, hey, you know what? I want clarity on this. Why, you know, why you did this, this, and this. And he's like, yo, I'm not gonna, you know, have a conversation because I disagree with the premise of your argument. And he, he he was a little cagey, he was a little bookish with his response, like very kinda kinda lawyerly. And I'm and and I kinda called him out on it, and then he sent me some links about what he said in the past, um, and that's public domain, so I don't mind uh, saying that um, because that's not. So what he say? You know, he he pretty much said, um, "Hey, it was two thousand eight. I was a mm-hmm. I was a firm advocate for civil unions." Obama was a firm advocate for civil unions, and then all of a sudden it shifts like that and I'm the most demonized guy in America. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I had been supporting gay civil unions for all this time, and then all of a sudden it shifts and it's just like and like so literally one minute, I'm an advocate and the next minute I'm like the most hated person in America. And he go and, and, and the one thing I do feel comfortable, sharing from that thing is he said that he was getting it from both sides. He wasn't getting it just from lefties. He was getting it from righties as well. Hmm. And, and so I'll just say that. And, and I, I, um, as opposed to, uh, knowing what somebody else is thinking, just imagine yourself kind of in a shitstorm, getting it from both sides. And I, I, I became very empathetic towards that. Um, so while we don't agree on 100 percent of the issues, um, I, I can see where he was coming from. I, I think he made a, a fucking stupid mistake by supporting that., um, yep. and, and I'll be more than happy to say it to his face, but it was a stupid mistake. and he and he, said, and he said a couple things in the public domain that he goes, "Look, you know, I didn't go out and actively hurt these people." yet i'm the one being blamed and i sit, and in my uh, mind like i'm like, don't I'm like look yeah. you know if you give $1000 to the nazis or if you give $1000 <laughs> to apartheid yeah. south africa you didn't you like, like, were yeah. actively supporting <laughs> yeah. you know the, the the ad campaign again, you know f- trying to get trying to stop gay marriage was aggressive it was visceral it was demeaning towards gay people it was horrendous and so yeah. that's what I, I was trying to push back, and I was like, "Look, you, like you got to put yourself in the shoes of the people who, who were on the receiving end of these of these ad campaigns. You helped fund those ad campaigns. You definitely hurt people. Um, but at the end of the day, I I respect that he was willing to be vulnerable and open to a complete random stranger on Twitter and talk about things." And uh, and for that, I apologize for being a complete asshole to you on this podcast in the past. Um, and oh, sorry, go ahead. You want to say something? Well, no, I'm going to jump in as soon as you're done. Do it. Go for it. OK,
0: here is where this gets kind of fun, though. This is like I mean, when it comes to, you know, social political issues, stuff like that, like gay people should be able to marry whoever they want that's that's ridiculous to even question that in my opinion but the real issue here is is when we start getting into these cryptocurrencies when these these kind of thought leaders and these creators and these developers when they start creating things that are going to be up for adoption they're going to be they're going to be things that we can choose to use or choose not to use choose to to vote with our dollars choose to vote with our voices there's this thing, and that is so many people like, yeah, I guess this is not just a problem with crypto. It's a problem with any technology or anything anything that anything at all is that we just know so little about who we're giving this power to. And when this when this power is so powerful when it's such a, when it's such a kind of an extreme thing, I mean last year in, in 2018, how many billions of dollars did we give away to people that were creating crypto software? I mean just like exactly. it's hundreds crazy. of billions. Not really questioning what these people were about and what they want what they were doing. And 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 what if what if this guy is the devil? What if he is giving money to Nazis or whatever? You know, it's like people wouldn't even have cared. They're like, oh my god, I can get rich overnight as long as I buy this thing and the token doubles in value or whatever. It's like and when it and in this case where it's actually where it's actually software that is going to be could be integrated into our everyday life. It's kind of a mind fuck when you think of like, oh man, the person that created that like he could have a different agenda and we're not we're not considering these things and maybe we shouldn't. Maybe and I think that's where the that's where this argument this where where this issue gets really juicy. It's kind of like maybe those things should be separate, you know? Maybe those political issues, maybe, uh, you know, it's stupid to even call it a political issue. It's a human rights issue. I, I guess it's a human rights issue. It's one it's of those political, weird things. It's political. human rights. It's, it's. I mean, everything's it's, political at this I point. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like just talking about gay marriage in politics is a total dog whistle issue, because it's one of those things where it's like, who the fuck cares? The rich white guys in this country that run the place, they don't care whether gays can get married. They just want the vote. Of people who don't want gays to get married so it's totally like just throws everybody off the actual issue in my opinion and yeah. and so so it's like it's it, it it you know it's like who even cares and so the argument could be made that the creators of the the most useful technology the thing that's going to bring about the new paradigm should we be questioning the ethics and morals of
1: these people Yes, absolutely. D- they, we should, <laughs> we should, we because, should. Because, so what, this is what I said. This is what I said to him. I said, "Look, I, I are understand, we questioning I, that? Is the question? I, no, I, under, I understand where he was coming from, and digging in and learning more information. I feel like he should have come out and done like a sixty minute style interview." Because nobody knew who this guy was. Everybody was talking about him, but nobody really knew who he was. Yeah, he got the witch hunt. Yeah. And and the best way to do to to, to block to stop a witch hunt is to come in and do a full mea Culpa. Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, and you just talk and talk and talk until there's no more questions and you just wear people out and eventually they just move on. And I think that I honestly think because here's my thing, and this is what I told him, and this is what I told people in the Facebook book group is this is gonna come back. Once Brave becomes mainstream, people are going to find out that he's the CEO and people are going to remember the Firefox thing and it's going to get recycled because he never put it to rest. He never fully... And told the story. And that's what I'm telling him. And that's what I'm telling investors. So this isn't FUD. This is information for you to be better investors. Because when you know this in the back of your mind, and you start to see that happening, that's when you can start selling or that's when you can start buying or that's when like a fully informed buyer is a better investor. And that's, like, I don't care at the end of the day. And I even said to him, I said, look, I don't care about your opinion on gay marriage. I have my opinion. I am not your personal thought police. But when your thoughts become actions, that's when I step up and start defending my friends, family, and loved ones. If you start actively trying to take the rights away from the people I love, I am going to fight you. I am going to do everything I can to defend the people I care about. And so that's the thing. So, like I said, I'm not the thought police. But you know, like you actually took actions, and that's and that's. I think that's why things got so out of hand. And I can understand his point of view. I'm sure he just does. He wants to let all this shit go away. But that's the thing: by not really ever fully like having a full blown interview with some somebody big that that hit a lot of viewers, it's it's gonna resurface again. It always does. Yeah and 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 the uh that was 10 years ago things are
0: different it's just i mean that's the classic you know right wing like uh yeah that's just bullshit like this yeah. this this stuff it doesn't matter if you believe something different now than you did 10 years ago it's still going to come back and it's still going to be an issue and the thing is even if even if like g- gay marriage is kind of a non issue which it's it is an issue I'm, but it's like even if it was a non-issue, it would still come back. It would still be something. Even if he didn't actually take action, even if he just said something publicly, then it would still be an issue.
1: I so, mean, well, like we're finding out right now with Trump, everything is an issue. Stuff that we <sighs> took for granted five years ago. It, he, you know, the whole the whole trans thing that's going on today. Where he's, going to, he's trying to take away trans rights and say that <laughs> you ridiculous. can never change your gender from the day you're born. If you're born with a penis, you're considered dog a whistle. male for the rest of your life. Yeah, these are dog whistle. whistles, and it's just oh, like, and, and so that's why, uh, that's why I feel like for for brave specifically because it's actually I think I'm so passionate about it because it's it's something that I love created for me. I feel like he created it just for me. He created and, it for this podcast, is what and, he created and the fact it for. that I have these issues with it, I think, is why I get so, you know, wear it on my sleeve, frustrated about it. So, but that said, Brendan, I apologize for trying to represent your views without actually talking without you about you, without actually talking to you personally first, and without giving you a platform to talk about it. Um, We're not a big platform, but if you ever want to, I like look. I think this is going to come back and haunt you. I think it's going to be an albatross around your neck because I just don't personally feel like it was put put to bed. I agree with your stance, and I agree with a lot of like how bad things happen and, and they shouldn't have happened, and and I agree with a lot of your stances. So if you ever want to come, if you ever need a platform. If you ever feel like shit's getting too crazy, no matter how big or how small we are, we will always have a microphone for you and we will allow and we will give you the freedom to talk. We won't try to censor you and shut you down. So, you know, I just I I feel I do feel bad. Yeah, I mean, the
0: thing is, is like, yeah, we should question the ethics and morals of the people that are creating the technology. But at the same time, it's kind of like, ah, you know, it's like. If if the technology that's being created is not infused with those issues, it's like I don't know. I mean, there's the, JavaScript is not homophobic. It's just it's just a software tool. It's like one of those things. It's like did it make him more powerful? Was he able to use his influence? I, you know, we I don't, don't
1: know. know that for a fact, though. As as Google's as Google's AI is 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 a yeah. Google's AI that came out with that was totally sexist. Uh, like oh, last I thought week. it was, oh, Microsoft
0: well, all, all of the artificial <laughs> intelligence that has ever come out has, like, turned into, like, full-on, like, anti-Semite, homophobic, like, sexist, what was that, what was that one, I think it was, like, Microsoft did it,
1: it was, yeah, it was, like, the, a, the, the Twitter bot,
0: the Twitter bot, that just, like, the within, Twitter like, AI four, <laughs> four hours turned into the most homophobic, like, anti, like, it was making, like, AIDS jokes and, like, you yeah. know, like, yeah, like talking with profanity to people's grandmothers and stuff like that. It was just the most evil thing in the world. That That's what happens when you just unleash a, an AI bot on Twitter, of course. But, but, but one of Reddit. the AI
1: bots for hiring, um, I forget, it was either Google or Microsoft, came out last week. They found out that it was totally sexist, and because they... <laughs> were for the ai bot learned all the preferences from the hr people before it and realized that their entire practices was entirely I just, sexist
0: i just imagine like skynet <laughs> these evil robots that are coming to kill us and they also hate women and they think women are scum <laughs> and black and people, gonna, and people and people with aids and, <laughs> and people like, with aids <laughs> and they're coming and not only do they want to do they want to travel back in in the past and and kill the leaders of the resistance but they also happen to be women. <laughs> they're gonna kick you and then <laughs> while you're down
1: they're gonna be like you look fat in those pants bitch <laughs> it's just like thanks uh, jerk you misogynist
0: robot <laughs> all right Well that was a pretty awesome topic i was good so um one of the things i wanted to do on this show that we haven't really talked about very much um, is the some of the actual technology that is coming out in new tokens new coins because right now we're at a point in the market where things are kind of bottoming out. There's really no volatility. So everybody, anybody who's in crypto at all right now is either working really hard on a project in hopes that people are going to be interested in it again, or they're, or they have no money. <laughs> I don't know. Who's <laughs> who's interested in crypto? Roll call. I am. Yeah. Michael, I think you are too. Yeah. So anyway. I just bought some bat today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Was it after the conversation or before? <laughs> after <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> i felt guilty so i was like hey, you know, i'm gonna support him i'm gonna buy so, a little bat <laughs> we are getting a little bit of the alt season right now which is kind of nice um i don't know why it happens to be happening right now i guess you know what there, there's this thing that happens whenever bitcoin like loses all its volatility and this happened when bitcoin was ten thousand dollars it happened when it was eight thousand it happened when it was like fourteen thousand or whatever and that is whenever bitcoin can just stay still for a bit the alts tend to run and one of my pet peeves is people trading well it's not a pet peeve there's nothing i can do about it is when people are buying these altcoins and rooting for them and not knowing what they're doing not caring what they're doing So I feel like this is an opportunity for us to talk about some of these new coins that are coming out. And even though we might not understand them completely, I think we can at least bring them up so that we can all do a little bit of research and figure out what's going on. So um, right now, uh, I know just taking a look at the markets today and also one of my chat groups, somebody was saying that. I think I commented that the altcoins were doing well and I got a response was, yeah, but they're all these low market cap shit coins that nobody nobody's ever heard of that, that
1: are like Ravencoin.
0: Right <laughs> yes, and, and you know what? Ravencoin actually does something pretty cool. I mean it's a digital <laughs> asset uh protocol. It's a um I don't really understand it too well other than it kind of falls in line with the the um like the 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 poly poly polymath it's a so polymath deals with tradable securities that like um cryptocurrencies that are that can be considered security tokens and raven raven coin rvn is another blockchain it's not a token it's a standalone blockchain it it was mineable it is mineable um People were mining it like crazy because they knew it was going to be popular because it was right around, when it when it launched, it was right around the time when Polymath was getting a lot of attention because the price was going up and nobody could explain why that was. Probably because the SEC was in the middle of arbitrating the, the deal with security tokens versus utility tokens. And that's yeah. what I think. So right now, Ravencoin, which deals with digital assets, which deals with securities, um or 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 at least ask the question of what is a security I mean, is a digital asset security i don't know the funny thing about ravencoin is it's actually named after the game of thrones ravens yeah. which i thought was hilarious even in the in the white paper abstract it says like in the popular tv show game of thrones they use ravens to like send uh. messages
1: it's so like some D and D nerds sitting there. Yeah, going, it's like it.
0: w- when when Hello Kitty coin is my question. Because, like you know that's coming next, or like Unicorn coin. I'm sure there already is one, but God. yeah. So Raven coin. I mean that's uh, that's one that's already taken off. So I mean don't don't, don't buy any of these things because we're talking about them. Don't buy any don't buy any of these tokens
1: ever that we talk about. I mean but it's falling the- right now. So you're 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 yeah. Don't buy it, but. Like I, yeah. I had, I bought it. I bought it six months ago, and I've been negative for the last six months. And it finally popped, and I made twenty percent. And I was like, "Woohoo! Sell this mm-hmm. shit and get it out of my, <laughs> off, my off my." Okay, here's another one stuff. that's kind of
0: fun to talk about. This one is not a new one. Uh, MCO, which is which is Monaco. This one is a great one to talk about because uh, MCO, like 10X, like Pay, is is supposed to be a debit card for crypto. And this gets very controversial because it's kind of like there's no way that they can do it as long as the channels or as long as the authorities that deal with debit cards and Visa and what is it called, Stripe or whatever, as long as they hold the keys to debit card world, then these 10X cards and these Monaco cards, they're, they're kind of destined to become like Centra and Centra was a full-on scam that collapsed and a lot of people lost a ton of money. They just they basically exit scammed, but I I don't know if Centra started out as a scam or if it was one of those things where they just realized that it was going to be impossible and they just said like all right well let's just keep all the money then. I don't know. But oh. ever since ever since then coins like 10x uh, and then 10x, like uh, really quickly, the, the we're talking about Monaco right now because it's it's spiking and people have asked, have been asking questions about it. But 10x is supposed to be a debit card. But here's the issue that I have with it. So this the the CEO of the company Julian. I don't know what it, his name is. Julian Assange. <laughs> no, his name is Julian. <laughs> but he's got blonde hair. He's got like this blonde curly hair, and he's like a YouTube personality. Like he goes on YouTube to like vlog his journey as a CEO of a crypto <laughs> and it's like oh, God. oh man like you are just grating on my nerves and like <laughs> and everything he says is just so untechnical and it's just all about marketing and I'm sure it's great marketing for for his company but it's one of those things that's like oh man because if you're trying to convince people you're not a scam I don't know if this is the way to do it so I kind of feel <laughs> like you know, Monaco, any of these debit cards. Because that's another thing is is when, when you talk to people who don't understand crypto and you say like, oh, but ours is a debit card. You know, you can use it in everyday life. It's very easy to go, oh, I can see how that would be valuable. I should buy that. To me, it's like pulling at people's like simple understanding of cryptocurrency and it's, yeah. that's I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way for sure. And at the same time, like I okay, did. Okay, so explain So yeah. explain why
1: it can't be used technically
0: well it's not that it can't be used it's that it's that when cryptocurrency in general is kind of an unbank idea it's like you know we're the one of the uh, one of the the founding concepts of bitcoin is that we're going to take power away from the financial authorities we're going to take it away from the government we're going to take it away from the banks and so that would also mean taking control away from the channels that already exist the payment channels like visa or mastercard or um or you know stripe who deals with the digital or square or whatever these these payment these these payment uh these payment channels are it's like okay if you have a debit card that works within that system but deals with crypto it's kind of like no like those two things are not going to gel together so I'm gonna
1: question. Well, so no, we need to explain why to the to the listeners. So what happens is, you load up your card with crypto, and then in the process of you paying the person, they're converting it to fiat, paying right. the, the people, and then so I'm sorry, you're not actually paying that, yeah. with with crypto. Yeah. So whenever so you like, whenever
0: whenever you pay with 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 crypto anywhere right now. Anybody who accepts cryptocurrency who isn't keeping the cryptocurrency or trading or, you know, basically hodling it, they're just burning it for. So it's the same thing as using your crypto. It's not really it's kind of adding to adoption and that you're spending it, but you're just spending it. You're just selling it for dollars, basically. So it's like BitPay or what's the what's the um, what's the one that connects to your Coinbase? There's another card. I think it's called um, I forget what it's called. There's another card. There's another debit card too. I think I have one around here somewhere. But anyway, it's like, it's like that's one of the reasons that it doesn't really work is is when you do spend with a debit card, it just it just burns it for dollars. But the bigger reason is that you would have to basically, I mean, a a crypto debit card would be in competition with Visa, and if Visa holds the keys to that entire system, they're the one that makes the machines that that sit on the cash registers that are used or square creates the little swipers that you it's just like it doesn't quite fit it's like creating a new a bunch of new like nuts and bolts for tools that are only meant for the metric system it's like something that doesn't quite go so that's one yeah. of the that's one of the things that kind of makes it a red flag for me but it is a very popular idea and that's one of the reasons if you look at a chart of 10x or monaco You'll see that for some reason, Monaco that 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 chart moons like every two months. It's got like a crazy cycle. So it's like you know when most of these cryptos have have market cycles that go like maybe once or twice a year, most, 10x in Monaco go like four or five times. So you know, just ask the question why these things happen. yeah so let's let's talk about another. Um, small cap because people love the small caps um but it's more i i like talking about the small cap coins because i'm really interested in what the new these new projects, these new teams and new companies are bringing to the table um most people like small cap coins because they have the most room to grow so if you like gambling that's like where your money's going to go the farthest and, either and just to be clear down.
1: this is not the Jeff from Altcoin Coin Buzz talking right now this is <laughs> this is my jj <laughs> yeah really <laughs>
0: What's up, everybody? This is Jeff from Altcoin Buzz. I really like the project. What was he says this this project is really undervalued and has room to grow. So. All right, so let's. Uh, so um, we got to try to get him on here. the
1: show. He's, he's, he cracks oh, me he's up. G-
0: he said in November he'll he'll join us. All right, sweet. Um, uh, okay, let's see. I had some of these. Okay, oh here here's one that's interesting since we were talking about it last week or the week before but there's uh there's a new crypto it's very small i don't know what the market cap is oh the market cap is less than 10 million right now that's really low compared to like you know what 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 are the top tens they're in like the billions right they're like that? Yeah, hundreds of billions. So hundreds of billions. So hundreds of billions. Yeah, absolutely hundreds of billions. So when something is at 10 million, it's like, man, that's like a team of like three people working at a garage. But oh, some of these be projects.
1: because we're at 200 million, 200 billion right now. So.
0: Yeah. Tens, um, tens of billions. Tens of billions. So, yeah, tens of billions, not hundreds of billions. Uh, so BitTube. BitTube is. BitTube. That <laughs> just BitTube. sounds like. Oh the Oh by the way like if you laugh if you're laughing at the, the names of these like that's that doesn't mean that these projects have terrible branding. I mean they could they do have per- terrible branding, but that doesn't mean they can't be something in the future because most of these companies have terrible names at the beginning and they just end up rebranding. Yeah. I mean Nano was called yeah. Ryblox. And Neo Rayblocks, get it straight, douche. (laughs) (laughs) It's it was called something in the past. That's all I know. And then what was that? Oh, and then Neo, one of the biggest blockchains out of China, was called AntShares, and it had this goofy little ant as a mascot. It was just like, all right. So any of these that have ridiculous names, that doesn't mean you should just disregard them. BitTube is dealing with video content, and it's they're trying to, they're trying to they they're. I guess it's a, it's a token. I don't know if it's going to be its own blockchain in the future, but they're trying to get the uh, the content creators, the content owners, in direct contact with the the market and the users. So yeah. Um, and this is this this is this is interesting and appropriate to bring up now because one of our friends, Jackson Palmer, uh, was just tweeting last week about about this um, this this live thing he was watching this this live hacker on Twitch. Basically, people were tuning in to this guy who was going to try a 51% attack of a certain coin. I don't know if you saw that, uh, no, Michael. No, I didn't but see it. it. was it was fascinating. Um, I didn't actually get to see the live stream. Nobody did because he got shut down. Um, so I he do. got flagged enough times. By people who who like who knows actually I oh okay here's okay so this is so good I love how, this is really juicy so um so <laughs> this guy went on Twitch and said and he announced that he's going to do try a fifty one percent attack of some coin I forget which coin he, he was going to try attacking but he was going to do a live attack he was going to hack on the air and wow. and apparently the uh, the rumor is that a bunch of People or a bunch of money from the project Einsteinium uh, got flooded in of people who were tra- going to try to stop him from doing this. Okay, because they didn't. I guess they didn't want people learning about what he was doing, or they didn't want to learn that it, they didn't want people learning that it was possible, or something else. I don't was know. could have been. Was he trying to hack Einsteinium? I don't think so. And that's okay. where the interesting thing is. I don't know why. I mean, maybe it was just, like, one crypto calling up another crypto and says, like, hey, we're being attacked. Come help us out. I don't yeah. know. Like, who knows so, what it so was? So, if you don't
1: know what Einsteinium is, they deal with uh, non-profit projects, like, trying to fund nonprofit projects.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe he was trying to hack into a, a non-profit or something like that, and Einsteinium was trying to—I don't know. Einsteinium is one of those things that kind of sounded like a scam to me when I first heard about it. It was like— if I was going to create a crypto scam, I would claim that it was would be helping nonprofits too probably. I mean that's I mean it just kind of like yeah, it seemed seemed like a good way to go. But anyway, so that's what happened and this guy got flagged enough times that he got taken off the air and then he was just he was obliterated. There was there's no there's no uh there's no um evidence that he was ever on Twitch. Only the tweets that people were commenting while he was doing it. Um, so that's that's interesting, but it, it brought up this issue of, well, shoot, you know, it's like we don't really have, I mean, we have DTube, which is Steam's uh, adaptation of YouTube, and it's a blockchain video platform, but it doesn't really work that well, and it, it brings up this issue of, like, do we, I mean, shouldn't we have a, uh, should we have a video streaming service that can't be shut down i mean that can't be censored that is censorship resistant i don't know because like one of the things about twitch or youtube or whatever any a lot of a lot of public accessed you know tools these days is that enough users can flag something if it's inappropriate or if it's breaking the law or whatever it is yeah so it's kind of like uh, you know a lot of people when they heard about this were like this is the reason why we need you know, a decentralized video streaming service that can't be shut down, can't be censored. But at the same time, I mean, those flagging tools—I mean, those the you know those are in place for a reason. So I don't know. It's 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 an interesting argument.
1: Um, I mean, here's the D, thing: that D guy, if, if he's called. doing a 51 percent attack, if you do that on a bank, let's just <laughs> let's let, like let's say you hack into a bank and you steal a bunch of money. That's all FDI. And, FDI fdic insured so all those people you just stole money from they'll get it back from the government because it's insured these blockchains aren't insured so when you're hacking into it and you're doing a 51 attack you're literally stealing from the guy well, yeah. next door or the kid down the street or your grandmother who got some you know crypto for her 90th birthday like these people you're literally just taking their money, and it's just gone at that point You're taking you're you're taking their crypto and it's gone
0: Yeah, I mean to, to be fair like this guy was not doing it to steal people's money He was doing it as a demonstration So one of the things that he did the first thing that he did apparently I was just reading the play-by-play tweets from Jackson but one of the things that he did straight off the bat was he he defined what a 51% attack is. So this was a demonstration. That's all it was. He wasn't trying to steal people's money. He was just trying to teach people that this is how easy it is to do. This is how it's done. This is what happens. So he may have been he may have been breaking the law by hacking into their 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 platform or hacking he was hacking enough of like the miners or, or whatever. I mean, a 51% attack is where you take over more than half of the mining hash power so that you can change the algorithm so that yeah. you can actually change what the cryptocurrency does because so you can
1: double spend you can do a bunch of things yeah. you can steal you can, a you lot can, of money
0: you can change it so it just all is instead of called bitcoin you could call it michael coin or whatever i mean you could actually <laughs> i don't know if you could actually change it you could just you could change enough of the algorithm so that nobody would know where it was and you could just take it all yeah so basically you're able to okay so let's actually let's talk about this a little bit more because I think it's a little confusing for people who are not who don't really understand and for even for people who are into cryptocurrency, they might not understand why this is important because crypto is decentralized. That means that the the control over it, the software that we use, it's open source and it's available to everybody, but everybody needs to be using it and it needs to be distributed enough that we are all in consensus. As soon as somebody has more than half of the ability to transact, then they can also say, okay, we're actually going to change this, this, uh, this variable, and we're going to change this parameter, and we're going to change this line in the code, and we're going to start mining that, and we're going to start distributing that, and we're going to start transacting that. You've essentially changed the entire way the cryptocurrency works, and that's why that's why these things are a threat to a distributed network and that's why that's why these developers go to such great lengths to make it so that that is impossible to do or that is very difficult to do but this guy demonstrated that it's actually not that hard especially for some of these smaller cryptos that are only being mined by smaller communities
1: yeah and there've been there have been posts on medium and and hacker news and all that about listing the easiest coins to 51% attack and how much it would cost to actually do it. And it was scary. Some of these were like, you need to spend $3,000 and you can steal in essence, you know, $2 million by spending $3,000. And it was just like, that's startling. And I think the people need to realize that. And that's the danger of having 2000 cryptos is because, you know, uh, you don't have enough people you like the sooner we get to five cryptos, and that's it the better because those five will be so safe Because you'll have people all over the world uh, Confirming the transactions staking mining, you know, whatever it ends up being um, So it's really important for people to just be aware that when you're dabbling with these small coins you don't just have the danger of Losing all your money because it tanks, or losing your money because the small exchange that you can only get it on uh, becomes insolvent and shuts down. You also have the danger of losing it to hackers because of fifty-one percent attacks. So just you know, be aware of that. Yeah, be aware of that. All right, uh, so there's
0: three. There are those two two small caps and one medium cap that you can go check out yourself if you're interested. Um, we can do another one. There's there's some good ones, but it's probably enough for right now. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, next week we'll have more. So there's a little bit of value for you. We thought I thought we were just talking <laughs> talking what was on our mind, but now we're actually bringing real information to you, on 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 shit coins that no one cares about apparently. Hey, so
1: politics yeah. is important because that's how the free market works. When politics people's politics change, the free market shifts on a dime, and you got to be prepared for that. You got to keep your money close to you and and ready to bounce, uh, ready to pounce on and sell if something changes.
0: One of the things that always kind of irks me is when I hear people say that they are not political and um, that they've never voted in their life. I'm not political. I don't care one lick about politics. And the thing is, is like, oh, man, if you don't care about politics, it's kind of like you don't care about. Well, you, if you don't care about politics and you don't care about crypto because you don't care about consensus and you don't care about how we agree to run things and we how we agree to do things. And if you don't care about politics, that's like saying you don't care about, about choice or you don't care about your voice. Yeah, it's absolutely it's bullshit like, it's, because every yeah, time you go
1: to McDonald's, you're dealing with politics because... Burger King and McDonald's are fighting each other and they got their ad campaigns and they're trying to convince yeah. you to vote with your dollars for their space and you spending your dollars is voting for them. So you're yeah. literally voting that's every crazy. single day you buy something.
0: Yeah. And to, to the choice to not to vote is voting. In my opinion, it's like, well, yeah, you're, you're taking a
1: stand. So, yeah, I mean, you're yeah. literally saying I don't care about my life. But, I'm going to let somebody else make all my decisions for me. Yeah. And that's just I stupid. Mean,
0: yeah, or I mean, I I just think that even if you don't vote, even if you don't, even if you don't vote, you you still care about politics. I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy to me. Well, just vote, it's not, it's, vote.
1: It's like you you have one you have one job as an American citizen.
0: Vote. I'm not even just talking. I'm talking about all over the world. I'm not just talking about America because, yeah, I mean, like, if yeah, go ahead and vote. Yeah, it's not definitely not going to hurt if you vote. So yes alright that was a good show yes good job that was good H-A-J. let us know what you think good job yes oh thank you <laughs> you, you too Michael that was an excellent show let's uh, we're gonna have some guests on soon so so stick around like uh, what do you do you follow a show you subscribe You subscribe to us put us in your feed yeah and and then uh, and then find us on Facebook uh, or find us on Twitter Message us, talk to us. We're very lonely. <laughs> no, we uh, we want to hear from you, so we want to so we know what to put into the shows. Yeah, um, that's the best way for us to know. So, all right, cool. And I guess we'll see everyone next week. Anything else yeah. you want to say, Michael?
1: No, well, that's it. Have a good night, everybody. For a good
0: day. Good whatever. Uh, I'm singing the <laughs> outro music right now, even though we can't hear it.
1: Song. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're out. We are out!